Hey! Woo! How are you, brother? Great to see you. Great to meet you finally. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you so much for having me on. This is awesome. Thanks so much for taking the time. How's your day been so far? So far, man, it's great. We've got beautiful, beautiful weather. Um, it's starting to warm up outside around here, and I am so happy about it. It's it's fall where you live now, right? Well, it's uh, in Australia. It's just always raining here in Melbourne. It's just been pouring down. So our our weather's just rain. Then the next day, in the same day, it can be rain from sunshine to all the elements. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, where are you based out of again? I live in Indiana. Indiana. And, uh, yeah, nobody really knows where that is. It's one of the even <laughs> even if you live in the United States, people, it's a flyover state. It's not on the coast, so who cares? You know, that's kind of the way they look at it. <laughs> so did you grow uh, up there or what? Yeah, yeah, I grew up here and uh, I went to college in Indiana and then kind of moved around a little bit and found myself in L.A. for almost 10 years and then met my wife there. And we decided that we wanted to start a family and we did not want to do it in L.A. So <laughs> yeah. she, she grew up there and she knew she knew more about it than I did. But she said, yeah, I don't you're always in the car. You know, there's always traffic. It's always just it's expensive. And yeah. so we moved back to my hometown where my family is. So so are you near the city or way, way out? Uh, the, the closest city is Indianapolis. And it's probably an hour's drive or a little bit more, but yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty laid back where I live. There's not a whole lot going on. It's not real exciting, but, but is I that what you prefer? Point, at this point in my life, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I did enjoy LA when I was there, and I lived in Chicago for a while, um, and I I did enjoy that busy, um, really just everywhere you look there's something to see you know but now i've got a wife and two kids and i'm pretty happy being pretty boring really <laughs> <laughs> how old are your kids brother they're nine they're twin boys identical wow. twins. yeah man so nine great. so they they haven't played red dead yet no <laughs> <laughs> not yet they haven't and uh I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What age you reckon? It's I don't even know. I mean, it's a weird deal because my wife, my wife is so thrown off when I if I've ever played it and she hears it because she hears my voice and then she'll come and look at it and go, Oh no, 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 that's not <laughs> I don't look so much like John. I mean, I guess but he moves like me because of the performance oh, capture. Yeah. It's one of those weird things for her where she's just like, I can't. And then and then if she's in the other room, she'll hear John yelling. And she doesn't know if it's John yelling or me yelling. So, <laughs> so, they, so you get to wait till they're a bit older, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll we'll just see how long we can ride it out. And uh they don't they don't seem to have any interest. So I'm not gonna push it in, on them. That's true. Do they play games at all? No, they really don't. Really? Wow. No. There you go. And I don't either. And I hate to say that. I feel like I should. I feel like I should be a gamer. Um, 
but I'm not. And and I I don't know why I feel guilty about that, but I kind of do when I say it out loud. You probably feel um, guilty because Ben and Roger have both, you know, smashed both games out. Do you know what I mean? And you're sitting okay. there. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and I'll tell you, I did play. I got snowed out of work um, a month ago or so, maybe who knows when it was, but I thought I can't, I can't do anything. I can't even do anything around here because, around home because it was so oh, really? foot of snow on the ground and uh, you can't, can't really go anywhere. You can't. So I, I sat down and I played the first chapter of Red Dead Redemption 2 and it was so much fun. But the thing is, each time I would sit down, I swear I was there for 10 minutes maybe, but it would be two hours had gone by. And I thought, <laughs> I just don't have, I don't have time. I loved it, but I'm, I don't have time. Also, I'm terrible at it. And so it's frustrating. I don't know how to use the controller. <laughs> so, you know, like you, you got one knob that, that kind of shows where you're looking. <laughs> Or you're facing, but then the other oh, one. Oh, okay. You get you get the perspective wrong, do you? Oh, the yeah. Camera angle, yeah. And it's real. It's in the middle of a gunfight, and I'm looking up into the sky, and I can't figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're not going to well, see you streaming the game anytime soon. No, unless you want to get seasick or something. <laughs> you would have it. Be yeah, it would be terrible. I love the background you got there, the little shrine, man. How how big is this room you're in with? Like, is this the shrine room? This is it, yeah. And yeah. believe it or not, it used to be a chicken coop. <laughs> <laughs> That's no joke, man. I'll show you. I heard people. Bit. I saw people say that in the chat. He's going to be live yeah. from the chicken coop, and I didn't think they were being serious. But there you go. That's yeah, awesome, man. man. Yeah, and it's uh, I've got this ridiculous setup here. It looks like a diving board, but I had to get this. Oh, what's that's that? my TV. Oh, right projector. Projection screen. I got this crazy light here that I don't know how to use. But anyway, um, yeah, man. It's so cool. It's it's I can't have this in my house. I can't, you know, but I have a chicken coop and we don't have chickens anymore. So I said, I'm taking it. I'm taking that and making it my <laughs> own. And that's what I did. That's <laughs> amazing. That's so uh, this is the some of the stuff you've collected over the years, hey? Yeah. Wow. yeah. You must have, so you must have had some amazing art and messages, and over the years, I mean, unbelievable. It's overwhelming, and and the talent that so many people have, I I want I want everyone to experience it, you know. And I I try to, if I get something on Instagram that I'm tagged in or something sent to me, I try to post it in my story just to to share all this fantastic artwork with everyone who wants to see it because it's it's really, really cool. A lot of talent out there. It's, I love it. I love it. And do you get any message? Like, how many amazing messages have you got about, you know, how Red Dead helped change their life or things like that? Like, have you had many of those messages over the years? I, I have. And yeah. it's, uh, I think that it's – I love it. Of course, I love it. And um, it's – it really is touching. A lot of these are very touching and you think, Oh my goodness, I love that. You just, while we were in the production of any part of red dead redemption, the series, yeah. I never ever imagined that anyone would ever tell me that John Marston saved my life or John Marston, you know, because sometimes people need an escape from reality and, mm. and some people choose a video game and, 
maybe, you know, somebody played Red Dead Redemption before they played Red Dead Redemption 2. So they they knew the story through John. Um, 100%. But yeah, it's, it's so cool. And not only are, are people giving me really cool messages and um, sharing cool stories with me, but it seems to me that a lot of the, the fans of the game are really cool to each other. And I love it's a great that community, isn't it? Yes, I love that. It's just a really cool group of people enjoying something, got something in common, and hanging out, partying. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, are you missing those conventions because you because of COVID and all that? Yes, man, yeah. I am. Um, and it's just the thing. It's so great to be able to shake hands with people and and hear those stories face to face and share laughs with people and uh, you know all the things that you're able to do at a convention. But it's the one thing that's unfortunate about conventions is that so I get to go, Roger gets to go, Ben, Alex, you know, specific members of the gang have gone to different conventions around the world, which has been fantastic. But the all of the animators and the writers and the director all these people put so much work into it's almost not fair that we're the ones that get to go and experience all this really cool stuff because we did a lot of work but we didn't do all of it you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. i know what you mean it is yeah they're the unsung heroes of the whole thing aren't they really oh my goodness they're amazing over over at rockstar i mean they're amazing the detail in those games is just it's mind-blowing isn't it it is. And it's also, uh, you know, the thing is about that environment, when you're there on set, the stage, the mocap stage, whatever you call it, it's um, people running around, rockstar employees running around all over the place, getting things done. Every one of them motivated, every one of them as cool as can be, not just with actors, but with each other. It's yeah. a really cool environment, and I think that's probably why they they put out such amazing quality because they they got a common goal. They know how to work together. They're supportive of each other. It's really inspiring, and and just being around that, um, I was I just just part of that part of the whole experience spoiled me rotten too because I've seen that and seen yeah that it's possible and that it's cool it's really cool well i will i will get to your questions guys watching i've still got a few more for rob here (laughs) i I wanted to say mate like how are you so how are you so positive all the time like you just every time i see you man you're just so positive and loving and i just can't help but just think (laughs) man you are an inspiration really oh well well, thank you for that i think i really appreciate it um you know, I think there's it's a combination of things, right? So um, I want to point out, and everybody knows this, but nobody's life is easy all the time. Nobody, I don't care who you are. Um, and so when I when I go on social media or, of course, something like this, I'm actually having a great day today. I mean, this is not fake. I'm enjoying this, and this is cool. <laughs> but a lot of times I'll just try to uh, do something funny um, yeah. or – you know, if I ever see a post from someone who's looking for attention for something negative, yep. it just it just doesn't sit right with me. I think, ah, oh, I'm sorry that you need attention. 
and that's how you're trying to get it. I've never, I have never looked at that and thought that's what I want to do. I just have. Mm. So social media, of course, I'm going to bring something different than that. Um, but it's, I, I am a happy person too, though. I mean, in general, I, I enjoy my life. I know how lucky I am to be experiencing what I'm experiencing. I know that I, I won the lottery, basically. I know that. And, and I appreciate everything that I've, that I've gotten because of it. And um, I don't, I don't deserve it. I, I enjoyed the work. I did my best, but to, um, I think that's a bit hard. That's that's too humble, mate. You definitely deserve it. Come on. Well, well thank, <laughs> thank you. But I guess I guess what I'm saying is, um, yeah. it could have been it could have been so many other people. Yeah, in fact, I know they, what you mean. Yeah, they had some people in mind, and I don't know who they were, but originally to play John Marston, some some well known A list actor type people, and for whatever reason, those things didn't work out. So, uh, the they opened it up to whoever and I, it happened to be me, which I love, but again, it could have been so many other people. And I understand that. And I, I am trying to constantly recognize that you're lucky. And, and I am, I was chosen. It's awesome. Um, but I guess one, one more thing is I'm 44 years old. So I you can't look a go good brother. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking for any compliment, but my point is I can't try to be cool. Like really try to be cool. I'm too old for that. We're buying that. Nobody wants to see that. So <laughs> I'm happy when people call me dad or uncle or whatever. Yeah, right on. That's that's who I should be to you. And I'm happy to be that. That's where that's my lane, I think. So, so you you do how do you balance the construction work? Because I know you do a lot of that with the uh, over the last ten years. With the like, have you had to go back and forth, or how do you? How does that work? Um, well, okay, so I had a job. <laughs> <laughs> I had a job at this company that was uh, like a corporate job, right? And um, it was still involved like construction type stuff. Mm. But it was I got it because I moved back to my hometown. I wasn't chasing, I wasn't trying to get auditions and try to book jobs anymore. I was, I was trying to be responsible the best way I knew how and get a job where I would have benefits and would be able to be home and be part of this family that we created yeah. and enjoy it. Um, so I was, I was doing that work when I got called from Rockstar and I didn't know at first that I was going to work as long on Red Dead Redemption oh. 2, I ended up working. I thought that maybe I would work for a year, but probably less. In fact, that's exactly what they told me. And I said, okay, yeah, that that works. My wife and I talked about it. Wow. She knows how much I love the work and the people at yeah. Rockstar. And so she was really supportive and cool about it. Um, but so, so the job that I had, you can't just come and go. It's a yeah, corporate yeah. job. You know? yeah. So I went for the first two weeks or something the first shoot that i went on and i used up all my sick days and vacation days in that one shoot and then three <laughs> weeks later <laughs> I, was back, I was going back to new york so i said um i can't i can't even tell you why i'm leaving but i'm leaving again and this time for three weeks and they said oh, you can't, you do can't even say oh no, my god I I my about that. it was like 
this this is kind of bad. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't give you a two weeks notice because I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Oh I had to leave. Anyway, it worked out really well. I didn't really love that job. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if, if Rockstar ever called me for anything, I would drop everything and say, yes, let's do this. I can't wait. But yeah. um, so that job ended. And, and then my brother-in-law owns a construction company. Oh, we do nice. primarily concrete. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like hard work, but it's really satisfying. You work really hard. And then at the end of the day, every day, you can see exactly what you got done. So it's instant gratification. And uh, yeah, when you leave, you leave it all there. You don't have to take it home and think about it. You don't, you know, a lot and you of keep it, fit. You keep very and you fit, wouldn't you? And I'd be paid to work out. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't. So, <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah. In five years, I'm going to be in the chicken <laughs> sitting in here. But uh, my brother in law understood I'm going to be coming and going. And he said, listen, I I could use an extra hand if if you're interested in working when you're in town. We'd love to have you. And I said, perfect. So I would go to New York for two or three weeks, whatever the shoot was. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, when I came back home, I did construction work and did that throughout the whole process. And now I'm, I'm still there. I'm still doing the construction work. So, so do the people that you work with like hear your voice and freak out or they're not gamers or what have you ever had experiences like that no i don't think so i don't no. if, if if that has happened i haven't been aware of it there okay. have been a couple times where where people have said are you the guy that <laughs> that played in the video game yeah. yeah yeah my friend was talking about that i don't play video games so it's always kind of like a ah yeah somebody wants to talk about it but then they all of a sudden don't know anything about it so it also leaves me in a situation where i'm like i i don't I don't need to talk about this. I, you <laughs> asked me, but you don't know. So it's kind of never been much of a thing. I don't know. Yeah. You, so you said that you were only supposed to be there for a year. I couldn't I couldn't believe the fact that, obviously, we are going to spoil this, guys. If you, if you haven't played Red Dead 1 or 2, um, in Red Dead 2, like you, Roger said that you shot all all those side missions and everything as well. In case the player hadn't done them as him, I, I just that's just insane to me. Absolutely yeah. insane. So great. It was so much fun. And uh yeah, they they at a certain point had two stages. We started Red Dead Redemption 2 at one location and then moved to another location, which was much, much bigger, and they were able to create two stages for us to work on at the same time wow. as opposed to just one. And so, um, yeah, we got what took five years would have taken probably eight years or better. I don't know. We were able to do double the the work because we had two stages. And uh, right, that are you working helped. simultaneously? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. And there were times where it would be a problem if there, there's a lot of yelling. Of course, from John, there's a lot of yelling. Arthur <laughs> did his job sometimes, but. Uh, <laughs> You would hear sometimes you would hear just enough to have the sound person say, yeah, we got to we got to do that again. Just this one part, though, or whatever. So for the most part, it worked out really, really well. But, yeah, we we had to do the performance capture. Roger did more than I did of these scenes where it could be either one of Arthur or John. 
But the thing about it was because we both have been playable characters, people know the way that we move because you walk right. Oh, I know. Us around, right. So yeah. if, if it was me doing the performance capture for a scene that Roger then later would do a voiceover over my physical movement, whatever, to, to make it Arthur, then they would say, now remember, you don't walk like John, but also don't try to walk like Arthur because you're not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I would find myself thinking, uh, I want to remember these lines and I want to get this right, but I'm now I'm trying to not walk like me, but also not, it was, some of it was really, it was all really fun and really oh. cool people. It, it must have been blood. a blast. I mean, all those guys that I've talked to so far, they've all got such nasty things to say about you. Seriously. They couldn't stand <laughs> working with you. <laughs> Man, uh, we, we made such a great bond together. I mean, I, yeah. I think that because of our non-disclosure agreements, but also the, the truth is we're still good friends. All yeah. of us. We have a mass text chain going and we were, today there we were on it yeah 50 messages i mean it's it's constant awesome. we're in touch all the time yeah and i love it that we've all got to share this experience together it's been really really cool and it makes a difference i think with the chemistry on screen yeah i think it does too i mean 100%. absolutely it the funny thing is you know you got like of course micah bell right and it's easy to hate micah bell easy but Peter, who played Peter Blumquist, who played Michael Bell, mm. is the most likable, fun, honestly yeah. cool guy that you could ever meet. Yeah. So it's yeah. uh, it's fascinating to to know some you know both the character and the person as well as we all know each other. Yeah. And and be able to enjoy that too. Fascinating. I think I. I think I saw last year you did it. You know you did an Instagram live with like. A lot of the cast, there's like 20, you had 20 guys and girls on and you had a few tech issues, but it was just so much fun watching that back with all the characters and they're all happy. You you know, you're all happy to see each other. It's just, it's just genuine, you know? Yeah, man. It's really cool. In fact, here's another thing that I did when I, when I started chapter two in Red Dead Redemption 2 and I'm, I'm in this camp and I don't know what to do because <laughs> there's nobody you're holding your hand and dragging you along at that point. Yeah. I was in the camp and I thought, I'm just going to walk around and say hello to everybody. So I did. And it was almost <laughs> like I was saying hi to my friend. <laughs> that's brilliant. It was that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, oh, that's a viral video waiting to happen, that one. <laughs> if that was recorded, far out. Um, some guy on the internet says, hello from Fort Campbell, Kentucky military installation. Love you guys. Right on, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This is awesome. Hope you're doing well. Matthias says, Rob, love your work. I was wondering if you could comment more on John's daughter. I imagine she was born and died in the four years between games. Uh, I, man, all right. So thank you so much for hanging out. And thank you for the question. Um, I asked that same question myself. To you? Because I knew, <laughs> I knew that when, uh, you know, John has this, conversation with Bonnie McFarlane in Red Dead Redemption, where he talks about his daughter and she died. And I, 
it, it was years into Red Dead Redemption 2, actually, before I even put it together. I thought, well, yeah, this is a prequel. Where's John's daughter? And uh, the answer I got, she died. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all you want to tell me? That's all I'm going to know. So I'm so sorry. I can't elaborate really? on that. Wow. That's all I know. Yeah. Jiminator, the original Red Dead is the game that introduced me to gaming. Your performance is nothing short of legendary, Rob. Out living the true country life. Love from Jiminator. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. And it's, I, I want to tell you that I never, um, I never knew how video games were made. And, and as I've always already said, I'm not much of a gamer, so I don't really know exactly what they look like. I mean, I see at that point I had seen my friends playing uh, GTA Vice City, and I thought it was cool because I thought, man, you can get in that car and drive around and go anywhere you want, and there's no time limit, mm. and you can you know, wander around and check things out. And I was fascinated by it, but I didn't know. I guess I just never really thought about what it what it looks like to make that to be part of the yeah. production. So um, when I got there for my first day of shooting, and they put me in this skin tight suit, and they actually let me wear a, a gun holster and put a couple guns in there. Oh, and nice! <laughs> That's awesome. Makes you well, feel like the character. It makes you feel. Like you're a cowboy. Also, your walk, you walk different in boots than you would in tennis shoes or sneakers, whatever, you know. So um, it was uh, to, to be part of it. Everything was brand new to me. And I didn't know the story. I didn't know the whole story. I got it in bits and pieces and they weren't necessarily in order. So mm. I, I have to tell you that I really appreciate you saying that I that I did a good job. Thank you. But I. I had to trust the director who had more information than I did. And if he said, yeah, that's what we're looking for. Then I thought, okay, all right. I, I guess so. I don't know. I have no way to know. So um, I'm, I'm so glad people enjoyed it though. I mean, it worked out. Wow. I, it's great. So, so many, so many people are saying lovely things. Uh, if I, if I said them all, we'd be here for all, all day and night. Uh, Max Richardson says, just wanted to say to Rob, thank you for helping create the greatest video game story of all time. <laughs> How did, does that ever get old hearing stuff like that? Oh, no. I, I, <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. And I'm so I'm so fortunate to be in a position to even say thank you. We've got, a hard, kind of- we've got a hard question for you here, all right? Did you right. have a favorite character in the game other than John? <laughs> oh, man. Well... I, I got to tell you, the, the side missions, a lot of those real charactery, funny people were yeah. hilarious and really, really enjoyable to work with and just be around. You know, people that come in like uh, the sun worshiper guy was so funny. Uh, the guy who's looking for his friend, Gavin. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah. But then I would say that, honestly, one of my favorite as far as just enjoying being around the work, like the, the character and the person was Seth in red dead redemption, the grave digger, Seth. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. One of, the, one of the funniest and one of the funniest characters too, you know, he's oh, yeah. 
I believe you pissed yourself or whatever he says, you know. Oh, <laughs> he finds he finds this treasure. I'm not gonna say I can't say it because it's a spoiler, but those of you who know, when he does this, that that almost hit me in the face, and it was the hardest <laughs> thing to not die laughing right in the middle of that. Oh my god. I couldn't hold it in, I don't think. Oh my goodness! Oh. So many good times, so much fun. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, Maxi, hi Rob. John is the best character ever. Love your work, man. Do you remember a scene that you couldn't stop laughing or was very funny while doing performance capture? There you go. That just ties into what we said. Greetings from Argentina, Maxi. Oh, Ma- Maxi, thank you so much. Very kind of you, and. Um... <sighs> I got a funny story about a scene. So bank robbery, Um, really, really intense. Hosea, it's a big moment for Hosea. Uh, But so leading up to that, we're shooting this thing. Everybody's real amped up and, you know, we know that the the stakes are high. Yeah. And so um, I'm standing there thinking like, how can I make myself look like I'm really ready to go just by my movements, whatever whatever i was thinking but <laughs> so the line was uh we we never should have met with with bronte dutch i still can't say it out loud so the first take we did for whatever reason i said we never should have had a brunch with dante <laughs> i don't know why i said it but they didn't cut. They didn't cut what I said. They kept the scene going. Really? And then when it was over, everybody busted out laughing. <laughs> um, there was also a guy that was filling in for the day for someone who normally played, and I can't even remember which character it was, but yeah. some somebody who had this role couldn't make it that day, so yep. they had another actor come in. And that actor kept calling Ben, whose character's name is Dutch, he kept calling him Butch. <laughs> and so I said when everybody was laughing of course at the end of the scene I thought what's what's so funny I had no idea that I said we never should have had brunch with Dante and they said oh. we're not going to tell you what you said but you know your line right I, said, I have one line and I said yeah of course I do so we do it again I said it again and this is like everybody again is so fired up and a lot going on we never should have had brunch with Dante. And this time Ben was like, I and he know he's he's very, very respectful, well trained, well yeah. he's, he's had experience. He knows that he doesn't say cut. That's the that's the job of the director and the director only. But in this moment, he was like, I I I can't, I can't. And then immediately all these Come on, Rogers over there saying, we needed mimosas, though. We wanted uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This guy calling Man. Dutch Butch. Oh, my goodness. That, they, that was so funny. Do they have these behind the scenes somewhere? I mean, I would love to see some of this behind the scenes one day. They have to release it. Don't you they, think? I mean, they have it somewhere. I mean, they have. Oh. Man. But I can't. I don't know. I don't know if that stuff will ever pop up. No, anywhere or not. I don't think it will. But would you? Would you like to see it pop up, or do you prefer it to be just between you guys personally? Oh goodness. Well, I mean, anything. Anything that makes me look silly, I'm happy for anybody <laughs> to see. I, but if anybody else wouldn't like it, uh, if it were making them or their character look silly, then of course I wouldn't want that to happen 
for for their sake, you know. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that we uh, we probably all would be able to laugh about it, knowing the people the way that I do. I think that um, of course everybody is very very serious about doing a good job. And yeah, oh yeah. But we also know how to laugh at ourselves. And I think that's that's one of the reasons why it's so easy for us to all get along because we all yeah. make fun of each other and make fun of ourselves. And I think probably everybody would love to see a blooper reel too. We'd all love it. But Oh, you would have uh, heard that if you would have had that comment a few times, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not the first person to ask. Um Eatable Cookie also says, um, could you give a shout out to my twins, Tom and Nick? Thank you, Rob. Tom and Nick. Is that right? Tom and Nick, yeah. Tom and Nick, you're twins. Well, I don't know how old your twins are, but we got something in common there. And uh, awesome. Enjoy it. And Tom and Nick, be good. Be good. Daggone it. <laughs> what's it what's it like having twins, by the way? Is it a, was it a handful oh, at the start? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess here's the thing. My wife neither my wife nor I had any kids prior to having twins. So we don't really have anything to compare it to. No. Um, but we, it was, it was exhausting, but it was also just really cool. We had a lot of support. We had a lot of family and, oh, and friends that were very interested and wanted so badly to participate and help us out. So that helped a lot, but um, you would, you know, when you have twins, you would do things like, Feeding them, you feed them both. You don't just feed one because yeah. you're crying. Think changing their diapers, change them both. Get them both as lined up as you can, and hopefully get on some kind of a routine. Yeah, because because if you're not, there's no way you can step away and relax. You have to always watch a baby. You know. Well, that's it's what I was going to say. Like, did you try and line up their sleep patterns, or was it was that tough to do? <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I think it, yeah. it, was, it was just kind of overwhelming to a point where you're yeah. so tired. And I mm. think this goes for anyone who has twins or uh, singleton, I guess, is what you call one baby at a time. Um, you just you just do it. You just do it. Um, and you're kind of on autopilot maybe in a lot of ways. But a bit like a zombie, yeah. I, I I'm so glad that we had twins and I'm so glad that we felt like that this is what we wanted and this is what we got. We didn't want twins, but we wanted two kids. Yep. We got them both right away. And then and now you're uh, done. that's it. That's it. Yeah. So people <laughs> that have a one year old and a four year old and a seven year old, they just never, they haven't slept for seven years because they're always in that. I don't know how people do that. I know. You look at these people with six kids, seven kids. It's it's crazy. I can't even think about it. It's just <laughs> it must. They just must be comfortable there. Like they forgot. Yeah, they must just like love to it. not be there, and they're like, "This is this is what everybody experiences." No, it's not. <laughs> so, it's did not. you have them when you were shooting Red Dead One, or was it after? It was after. It was okay. in between. So the boys, I think they were two when I started shooting. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, okay. So oh, right. We had Red Dead Redemption, and then immediately after that came out, we we did Undead Nightmare, which didn't take nearly as long as even Red Dead Redemption, which took no time at all compared to Red Dead Redemption 2. But um, it was between Undead Nightmare and 
Red Dead Redemption 2, these two little guys showed up. Oh, that's cool. Did you? Yeah, how long was Red Dead 1 compared to 2 in terms of how much uh, it worked? It, so the thing about it was it was spread out over, I feel like it was spread out over the course of almost two years. But mm. the days that we worked, we've worked far fewer days. The, the technology was different. You're able to do so much more with the controller as you're playing the game. You're able to do interact with so much more and explore mm-hmm. so much more in two than you are in Red Dead Redemption. So the technology was different, um, which meant you didn't have to cover as many things. So shooting it all, they if you got the scene right, you got it right, and yeah. that was it. And in two, okay. Arthur may walk in and walk back out. And as you're doing scenes that that may or may not ever even be seen by the player. Mm. If you happen to walk over, you'll see a I scene know. start over there that you just never saw it. That's Whatever. the crazy thing. It's different for everyone, the playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. But you also you always had to to be open, like if Arthur's coming this way or if he's coming from this, you never know. There's no uh, way to know. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. whoever was playing the game or is playing the game is going to bring Arthur in. So, of course, they know that people are going to try to break the game. They're going to try. Like, I'm going to make this so it doesn't work, and I want to figure out how to do that. And so they were trying really hard to think, how is somebody going to break this and make it not work? we got to cover it all. And I think they did a really good job. Oh, they're one of the best at polishing games. Like, when I played Red Dead 2, I think I had one bug or glitch the entire game, which is incredible for an open world game of that scale to only have like one bug is absolutely yeah. crazy. Really. <laughs> it's just a testament to them. But you, you said that you did you haven't played the game. So have you seen like have you seen all your work? Have you have you actually watched every mission or like seen it or not no? I don't think that I've seen it all. I saw wow. a lot of I saw a lot of it when, uh, you know, YouTube. Yeah, you that's what I mean. You've watched on YouTube? Yeah. I've watched a lot of it, yeah. And and it's fun, but it's also, for me, it's kind of weird, too, because I think, I, I remember that. I wish I had done that differently. I could make that sound <laughs> a lot better if I had critiqued You critique <laughs> yourself. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, for me, it was, um, I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the work. And um, I know that I've always, for the rest of my life, got the option to play it or watch it if I want to. But what I really enjoy, the part that I like the most and what means the most to me was the actual work. So, uh, you know, it's uh, now here's the thing, too, you got to remember is that because I was traveling back and forth to New York for a two year span, I was in New York for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Back in Indiana for two, back for three. Oh, wow. So I was in New York more than I was in Indiana for two years straight. And uh, my wife basically became a single mother, um, mm. still supportive of what was going on, but it, it was a very, very different thing than what we had anticipated. So now that I'm back, and I've been back and not been to New York, especially, you know, like for that kind of cycle for a mm. long time now, but. I, I missed a lot of my kids growing up and um, I did, I wasn't here to help. So now 
I don't know that it would go over real well if I just continued to say, no, uh, I know that it's time to put him to bed, but I'm just going to play for 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) When you put it like that, man, uh, I can't argue with you, actually. I don't think that would go over real well. So, Uh, uh, and it's fair, but it didn't go over real well. So, I, uh, uh, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Families, families are most important, man. Mr. Bombastic, thank you so much. Uh, Joshua, hi, Rob. It's Josh from Instagram. I've got a question as promised. Do you prefer playing the punk kid in Red Dead 2 or the badass, no-nonsense cowboy in Red Dead 1? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I think uh, – but how you doing, man, by the way, Josh? <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for the question. Um Oh man, it's, I'll tell you what, I think I'm probably, it's easier. It's more natural for me to play the punk kid in Red Dead 2 <laughs> because, because I have been that kid. My sister, I have a sister who's three years older than me. So she was a senior in high school when I was a freshman in high school. And it was cool because she had all these friends that were seniors. And as a freshman, I had all these friends that really weren't my friends. They were my sister's friends, but they were cool to me. Um, but but I struggled just like John in the game where I thought, okay, you guys are all laughing at each other's jokes and that's cool. And now I'm going to crack one because you're going to laugh at mine too. And then they would look yeah. at me like, yeah, nah, man. <laughs> yeah. And I would be fr- So I thought, yeah. Oh, man. so when I realized what they were kind of looking for for Red Dead Redemption Two, I thought, yeah, I know exactly who that is, and so it wasn't so much of a stretch for me to try to become that guy because I have been that guy. But the badass in Red Dead Redemption, I don't think I've ever been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. bit of that is imagining like how. How can I say this so it can sound as tough and as cool as whatever, you know? So hopefully I pulled it off. But yeah, that that was uh it was easier to be the punk for sure for me. All right, we've got a we've got a joke here from some guy on the internet. All right, let's see if he can make you laugh. What's it called when a chameleon can't camouflage? A reptile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I don't know. Okay. So I've, I've kind of gone on a little bit of a, it's a slippery slope when you start telling jokes online and you get people laughing at them because then you feel like you should do it again. So I kind of got a little bit out of hand with dad jokes for a while. Oh, really? I I imagine you've got a few. Well, it's so funny. It's, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid that it's so funny. And and I really enjoy it. So thank you so much for your joke. And it actually is good. And I'm going to steal it, just like I steal all my other jokes. So I'm a joke burglar. That one's mine now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Stella Carr. Hi from Canada. I love Red Dead 1 and 2 and Undead Nightmare. You did an amazing job. Thank you so much. This is so cool. There are people from all over the world. Oh, here. everywhere. Not just Australia. We're, we're global. Um, Shevchenko, Shevchenko, um, about to snap trying to find Carolina Parakeet. Feels like I've been looking for years. Is that a quote? <laughs> That's a quote. I, I think so. I, I mean, I, I, 
I've played both games for about 200 hours each, and even I don't remember everything. And I'm, I'm sure you don't be being, being in it, do you? It's just so tough to remember all the content oh, in the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you, the, the performance capture part of it, you have to memorize everything. And there's mm. so much of it that as soon as they say, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll select that for the scene, whatever. We like that cut. We got it. You have to just get it all out of your mind because then you have to learn yeah. so much more. So, um, there, there have been things, even in just the first chapter when I played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, where I thought, I don't remember that at all. And so um, it wasn't that long ago, you know. But, uh, yeah, and then a lot of the stuff, when you do eventually get into a sound booth to do the work that you do in there, it's all kind of rapid fire. So it does, unless it's really funny to you, it doesn't really stay either. So, yeah. Yeah. So how much for Red Dead 2, how much voice acting did you do compared to performance capture? Like percentage-wise, you reckon 20%? I, do, I mean, I don't I don't know the mm. correct answer for that because performance capture you uh, it's in it's a longer process. You have to you get yeah, the show okay. you got to change. Everybody's got to go through their process and get um you got to get into the system so that the cameras will see you and know what your movements are. And that that's kind of a process. I don't understand all the technical stuff, so I shouldn't try to explain it, but I'm just saying <laughs> there's a process to make all of that. It's, it's longer uh, to do than, than the voice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And then, yeah, when you go into a, into a sound booth, you're there only for four hours. They, they can't do it for longer than four hours because of SAG rules, I guess. Um, Oh, but is that why? I think right. so. Because yeah, every every one I've had on, they always do four hour sessions. I was wondering, is that just the standard in the industry? Yeah. I yeah. And the truth is, if you even if you're not yelling, if you just it's, continuously speak for four hours, your voice kind of does at the end of it. Can't you think, oh. So I'm I'm guessing that's probably why. But um it, but it may not have anything to do with SAG. It may just be that they're like, yeah, after four hours, nobody sounds like their character anymore because they're worn out. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But there's, there's a lot there too. It's just, you know, it would be things like um, if you're riding on horses and you're having a conversation with someone, you don't need performance capture for that because you'd just be sitting there looking at each other anyway. Um mm -hmm. You just need the voices. So a lot of those conversations are are in a sound booth. Um, or, you know, like the the sounds, the grunts and the... Yeah, dying and all that. Sounds yeah. or whatever, getting caught on fire, you're falling, all those, you do those in a sound booth. Oh, my goodness, man. I think uh, you must have seen the compilations of John, like, like dying in the game like they're so funny <laughs> hearing yourself must be it must be hilarious like you know what i it's mean it's just like so you need to here's how they do it too they say uh okay we need different levels of grunts and so this time <laughs> you're throwing a punch or you're landing on the ground and we need just level one we need 10 different versions and so you go Ugh. Ooh. And you yeah. try to give them, they're like, yeah, that, like that, that kind of 
level you know it'll get more intense you get louder and whatever but you so you do like three or four of them and then you realize that the first one sounds exactly like the third one and the fourth <laughs> you know so yeah you yeah. end up doing 50 different sounds to get 10 different ones and mm. it's not hard it's just a pro it's a process and uh some of that stuff like puking stuff that you almost actually do puke because you're trying to make it sound <laughs> real. <laughs> so, it's crazy. Or like falling off a cliff. I've never heard myself scream like that. Thank God. But it's, it's alarming to like <laughs> hear it and think, ah, anyway, oh, weird, man. Wild, weird stuff that you only experience, I guess, if you do this line of work. But. Hey, yeah. You wouldn't experience that in a TV or, or film. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Red Harlow, Rob, I won't have enough words to express how you and the rest of the crew have affected my life, but thank you for making a difference in game and in person. Love from the Duran family in Los Angeles. Oh, man, thank you so You're gonna much. You're going to make us cry. <laughs> thank you so, so much. So glad you've enjoyed it. It's it's such a cool thing that so many people worked so hard on and enjoyed the work that they were doing, but poured so much love and uh, mm. passion into. And and to have people say that they enjoyed it as much as you're telling me now and how it changed your life. I mean, that's really, really awesome. So glad to hear that. Thank you. Thank you so much, VJ. Um, Jim and Ada, what was it like filming the death scene Ooh, from the first game? Uh, well, okay, so the, I, I mentioned before that I was only given the script in, in sections and they weren't necessarily in order. So um, you have to remember, too, that when you're, when you're doing a video game, the, the scenes that I did all started like with the new, they called it a neutral pose. So um, I, would, I would just have this kind of generic stance. As in like this? Or no, just no, standing no. like what you would see John look like if you just stop walking and he's just oh, standing okay. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you start like that, you do the scene, and then even if it's like for a gun battle or anything, it doesn't matter what is gonna happen at the end of that scene, you have to end it back in that stance because I can't, as an actor in this situation, pull out a gun and start shooting because if you're playing the game and that's not what you want to do, I just took that away from you. And so uh, you, you can't do that. And so you end in a neutral pose and uh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm remembering this so clearly, but I actually forget the question. <laughs> Please tell me again. The, what um, the ending, the ending. Oh, the ending. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Um, of one, the, the death so scene. The point, yeah. The point I was trying to make was, um, I didn't know. Truthfully, yeah. I. Longer story short, I didn't know that that's what it was. I did not know that that's what that meant. I knew that John would die throughout the game and then respawn. I so you thought it was another another one of those? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, I'd yeah. never I had never done any performance capture of John dying, and I thought maybe I'm going to do a bunch of these now. Like he gets shot, and this is how yeah. he dies when he gets shot, or he falls yeah, off. Yeah, no, cliff. I can understand that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, looking back on it, I guess now, you know, and of course, this is twelve years ago now, or whatever it was. But um, 
yeah, I should have known that it was a bigger, much bigger deal than I did at the time. And, but I just, I wasn't fully aware of what was going on. And, um, it would have been, it would have been very, very difficult. And I will tell you that, um, Sophia, who was Red Dead Redemption's Abigail, I'm going to say her last name wrong, so I'm not going to say it, but you can look her up. Um, Zarkozy. I I probably said it wrong. I don't know why I did that. I just said I wasn't going to do (laughs) So sorry. Um, She was fantastic in in that scene when she was crying. Awesome. And the way that she was looking, she she was really emotional and it made me emotional. And when, when John says, all right, get, you know, and slaps that horse, I thought, thank God I don't have more lines because I'm about to start crying for real right now. And that wouldn't have worked. Man, that's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She knew what was going on. I think she's, I didn't. So she's much, amazing. But, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. When did you, when did you find out? So when did you actually realize that was, that was going to be it for him? You know what I mean? Like, was it was it a few weeks later? Was it after you shot the scene? Was it when you, the game came out? Like, when do you well, think that could be it? It, I guess. Uh, well, I definitely knew it before the game was over. I knew yeah. that for sure. I don't know exactly when I yeah, knew. Not. Um, but I, but I, I have to tell you too that. So now, when you're doing performance capture, the the technology has advanced oh, so much that you can see you can wave at a screen almost like a movie screen on the stage and you can see your character your avatar waving back at you yeah at the time the majority maybe all of red dead redemption there was no you couldn't see an avatar you could see where the markers on the suit were and you could wave at the screen and see your little markers almost like wow you could put together like okay those are the balls those little those are me wait so i didn't i didn't even know what john marston looked like until the first trailer came out i had no idea yeah that's insane yeah it is it is insane and it's uh i guess it doesn't matter it didn't wouldn't have changed it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh, as far as i guess i'm just saying that so people are aware that it was um I did. I didn't have the information that I think a lot of people thought think yeah. that I had, and uh, so I I appreciate all the kind words, but I can't. I genuinely can't take credit for a lot of these really awesome things that you're saying to me. So thank you, but I want to make it clear that that's that's it's the a way team it effort. It is a team effort. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when you saw John for the first time, what was your reaction to that? Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, I it, the whole thing, you know, the, this train and this countryside and this expand this huge world that they had created that you see in that first trailer that I saw. And I thought, wow, I knew that this was big and I know that people are excited, but now looking at it, it looked like a movie. I mean, at oh. the time, you know, the, the, oh, it still holds up in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you feel that way. It's, it really was overwhelming. And then I, and I thought, no kidding. That's John. There he is. And then, but I still, I couldn't, like grab a hold of him and wave him around and make him like walk yeah, with yeah. me. So I just, it was still kind of foreign uh, because I couldn't, I could only still just see dots where I was, you know, in the moment, but it's just oh, wild, man. man. Really uh, cool. And 
and to see other characters too, you know, to see what they looked like in the game versus what they look like in real life. That was really cool too. Or I thought, my goodness, this is, it's just a wild, Dude, wild experience. All my jaw is you know? starting to hurt from smiling, by the way. <laughs> and laughing. Um, Rory, Rory says, hey, Rob, you're the best. What, what about me, Rory? Come on. No. Uh, hey, hey, Rob, you're the best. Arthur couldn't tie your shoes. I've never been the same since you got shot to pieces outside the barn. Love from Scotland. Me either, Rory. Me either. Oh, Rory. Thank you so much. <laughs> Kind words, man. I, I'm so glad that you enjoyed the series, Red Dead Redemption. The series, it's um, it's a wild deal. I guess if you, you know, if you played Red Dead Redemption before you played Red Dead Redemption Two, you you might have like a. I, I really like John Marston. If you played Red Dead Redemption Two before you played Red Dead Redemption, you love Arthur Morgan. You know that, and you might also. Even if you were a John Marston guy, say I love Arthur. <laughs> He's awesome, and, and and I love it that that is the way it is. Roger is one of the one of the coolest people, as you all already know, and yeah. such a talented person. To he did have to change his voice and his accent. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he pulled it off. And I that in itself is just such a overwhelming task i mean it's yeah it's an enormous task it, to it try creates to more of a toll doesn't it on like when you have to put on a voice i would have thought yeah yeah I'm, i don't think i could do it and and yeah. you know it's really really great I, I thank you rory for your for your compliments and uh thanks for hanging out got another one here zane rob Love your performances, John, in both Red Dead games. How did it feel to come back as John in Red Dead Two? So, how what was that when you've got that call? What was that like? You coming back? Well, uh, when I when I was initially contacted, I was I was called by uh, our director, who of course I knew and uh, had been in touch with after Undead Nightmare, but. You know, just here and there. He's a busy, busy guy. I don't want to bother him, but we did interact over email a few times. Anyway, this time he called me and said, are you interested in doing some more work? And I said, yeah, I would love to. Um, the only problem is a couple of problems. One, I don't live in L.A. anymore. I live in Indiana now. <laughs> and so I don't know where you're planning on doing this work, but either either location, New York or L.A., I don't live either place. So yeah. I don't know how I would get there. Also, I have a job and a family now that doesn't work. When I did Red Dead Redemption, I was a bartender. Wow. So I could just leave. You know, that was a whole different deal. But um, he said, well, we don't know for sure what we're looking at. So I just wanted to get an idea of whether you had any interest at all or not. And I said, yeah. But really what I thought in that moment was that it was going to be uh, a game that had nothing to do with Red Dead Redemption maybe another Grand Theft Auto. Oh, okay. I was going to come in and just do a character that sounds nothing like John and just another one more time to hang out and do some more work, which they actually did in Undead Nightmare with one of the GTA past playable characters. I came too. Yeah, yeah. Came in and played this really crazy character and they all had fun and it was just kind of a nice little thing. It's like a cameo thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And I thought that's probably what it was because I knew I knew what happened to my character at that point. I thought, what how's that work? And and anyway, um I yes, loved it, loved going back, loved hanging out with all the people from Rockstar, loved the whole experience, loved getting to meet new people, Roger, um, the rest of the cast, the gang that oh, become yeah. such great friends with them. Um John, though, it was different because, mm. as we know, John, the John that I knew and experienced was an established person. He was he, he had knowledge and experience and had a purpose, had a sense of purpose in his life. He wanted to have this family, protect his family and, and just do that. That's what he wanted. Mm. Now we were going to this character is kind of a totally different character. Because really, yeah, uh, you know, John, he was so established by the time I started working at Red Dead Redemption with that character. I didn't mm. know what he was really like before. I mean, I knew that he grew up in a broken situation. I mean, he was in an orphanage, ran away, got fell in with this gang. That can't be the most stable environment, however that looks. Um, but I thought this is different. This is very different. And and I got to find a way and understand through what they're telling me how someone that's that tough and determined mm. what what was that person like before that and how did that person get from where they are to what they what we already know. And so um it was it was great and what a great character. I mean for those of you who played Red Dead Redemption before Red Dead Redemption 2, how cool is that? Oh, it's so cool. Why John is John. It's so cool. I mean, yeah. I've got a lot, lot of people here are saying, you know, we grew up with your, with the character. You know, even even me, when the first game came, was it 2008 or 2010? When the first game? I think 2010. 2010. Yeah, so I would have been, yeah, 14, 15. You know, it's just it's unbelievable to look back and it must have been a thrill to to come back to the second. Um Shevchenko says, Much love from Boston. When are you gonna pop pop up in a Okay, I don't know what that question is. We'll we'll leave that one. Uh <laughs> I gotta be careful here. What I I gotta be careful here. Because it's live. Crank Mambo, hey Rob, much love in both Red Deads. Is there any chance you could give a you give a shout out to Ches at Rapid Rodent Racing. Thanks for your time. Yeah, right on, man. Well, Ches at Rapid Rodent Racing. <laughs> I hope you're doing well, man. Kick some ass. Are you? I wonder if are they racing? Yeah. What's Rapid Rodent Racing? Is that rodents racing around a track or what? I don't know, but I definitely want to know more. We got yeah. to figure this out. This is. Gotta- uh, Rapid rodent racing. I love it. Rapid Give them hell. Rodent racing. I'm looking this up live because I need to know what this is. Rapid oh rodent goodness. racing. Far out. Um, okay, I think it's just a just old old um modification on cars. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh Joshua. Hi hi Rob. Josh again. Spoilers. What was it like filming the epilogue, building the house, the part where you, um, the cover art and marrying Abigail? 
from Red Dead One from Josh. Josh, thank you again so much, man. Uh, awesome. It was awesome. They, there was so much more of the house building stuff to do. And I, of course, I don't know exactly what all you have to do to complete that um, now, but they had, you basically did every part of building that house, every part of the, the silo, the barn, you did it all. And we captured it all. And then they have testers, people that play the game and and give comments feedback on what works what doesn't what's fun what's oh, not oh yeah they've got a lot of testing yeah yeah and uh a lot of that a lot of that house building and all that building stuff they just said yeah it's just way too much it's boring <laughs> i mean it's fun you know to do some of it but they had so much that that people were like i, I don't want to do this anymore this is not really this is not wow. what i wanted so um that but so that aspect of it it was really cool and uh, to be able to shoot all that stuff and have oh, an yeah. idea, you know, like I know exactly what this looks like. Cause I do this work. I'll be doing this work next week when I go back home. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, it was fun as far as that goes. Um, but Callie Moore, who is Red Dead Redemption 2's um, Abigail Marston is Amazing. awesome. Yeah. So cool. So talented. So much fun. Um, we really, really enjoyed doing all this stuff. One thing I do want to say this, and I don't know that I've ever said this, but there was a scene, the scene, I guess, where John is, and of course, Abigail, the entire time in the epilogue is saying, no, we're done. We're done. You're done. You don't live that life anymore. We're walking away from that. Well, so at a certain point, John says, I'm doing this. This is what I do. It's yelling. It's really mad. Like get shoves her a little bit. You know who I am. You know what I do. That scene, we didn't get that in the first take. We didn't get that in the second or third or fourth, probably either. And the whole time, poor Callie is, and she, it's an emotional scene and it was emotional for me too, but I didn't, I didn't have to cry. She was crying for like an hour. Wow trying to get that done and then i've got to go in and yell at her again <laughs> wow it's kind of it's like oh my goodness that's horrible i hated it but if it worked and everybody's good i'm sure callie's fine but um that was that was tough tough oh, to wow. be that rough on her and and have her go through that but we got to get engaged we got to get married uh that of course was fun and awesome and and all the fun stuff in between. Of course, you got all the missions with Sadie and all the stuff with Charles. Just oh, awesome. Yeah. So much fun. Have Uncle. you talked have you talked to her about that 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 moment? Like after the fact? I think I think probably right away we did. Like yeah. that's over, you know. But um no, I I I haven't and um mm. it's Callie is uh she she's done some more work as an actress since um, actually won some awards as an actress since Red Dead Redemption Two, and I can't tell you exactly what the name of the show was, but she got real busy, and uh, I I think that she's still busy. She and her husband, um, her husband is a photographer, and he's all over the world doing work. So I think that she travels a lot with him. And oh wow! She's, yeah, I think she's just. I think she's. Been busy and, She's and killing as far it. as I know, yeah, yeah, they're really, they're really doing well. 
He's a great guy. They're really cool people. Like like the rest of the, I'm telling you, it's just it's so <laughs> easy to hang um, out with all these people. So yeah, it's amazing. Cryptic, I love I love Red Dead series. Love your work. It's so great, Rob. Can you just say hi to Aiden? Thank you. What's happening, Aiden? Aiden, I hope you're doing well. It's uh, what is it? Is it Saturday? I don't know where in the world you are, so I can't. Well, it's really Sunday say- morning here in Australia. We're ahead oh of goodness. the. We're ahead of you guys. <laughs> oh. The future's looking bright. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you every morning now and be like, "How's my work day gonna go? Is it good? <laughs> Everything cool? All right." <laughs> Aiden, enjoy your day or night or whatever time it is. Thanks for hanging out. Um, who cares? Hey, Rob. Much love from Romania. What do you think the deal is? Deal is with the strange man. This is something I want to know too. What are your thoughts on the strange man, Rob? Oh my goodness! Well, thank you so much. And and I can't remember your username from Romania. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. the, no, that's the username. I'm not being. Yeah, I'm not being. <laughs> I'm not being an asshole. <laughs> His username is who cares? Yeah, far out. That is so great. Uh, so. The uh, strange man. Oh, my goodness. Well, so you shoot the strange man. The strange man doesn't die. The strange man keeps showing up, knowing things that nobody else that you're not acquainted with would know. You, It's uh, I don't know. And, and mm. one, I have been asked this question before, and so I, I don't remember exactly what I said the first time I answered it, but I have <laughs> thought about it since. And I know that a lot of people think that it's either God or the devil. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I would say that if, if, if I had to imagine what God creepy, I don't think. And, uh, oh, am I still here? My you're here. You're here. It's all bad. good. You just cut out for a second. Okay. You're all good. Okay, sorry, uh, but <laughs> yeah, my my imagination of what God is would not be creepy. So I guess would say that if you really want to know my personal opinion, it must be the devil. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't think that was the case, but my, yeah, I have heard that theory. I have heard that theory a lot. Ryan, hi Rob, massive fan. I mean, everyone's starting this with massive fan, by the way. <laughs> Every question is massive fan. I mean, John and Arthur are my favorite characters ever. Quick question. Thoughts on the man in black? Ryan, thank you so much, man. Very kind of you. Um, that's the same guy, right? It's man the same in black guy. And a strange it's, man, I think. it's the same guy, yeah. Uh, Nathan, hi from Russia. Locke, ain't no trouble, Abigail. Ain't no trouble. How close were you with Abigail and Jack's actor by the end of Red Dead 2, Rob? Oh, I think you're close with the whole cast. Well, so yeah. thank you for thank you. So much. Yeah, well, so um, so ain't no trouble, ain't no trouble, Abigail. I think that's from Red Dead Redemption, right? That's when Abigail takes off, and that's pretty much the last thing you hear John say. I think, um, but. So the new with Callie and there were a few different people who played Jack. And the reason is because Jack 
was growing up. So to make sense of the timeline, you know, kids grow fast and, and they had several different jacks and, uh, they, they were all, they were all great. All of them were great. And Teddy, I should not try to say people's names because I can't remember, (laughs) but Teddy, Teddy was the oldest of the Jacks, and he turned 18 at some point during production. So oh. when you're 18 or, or, I guess, younger than 18, excuse me, um, you have to be accompanied by a parent or a guardian of some sort. So Teddy was really cool, and Teddy's mom was always there for for the first half of, of the work we did, whatever. She was really cool. Um and it was fun to, you know, get to know him because we played this, we had this dynamic when our, with our characters. And um, then Teddy became 18 and his mom kept, or quit coming. And so you, everybody kind of missed his mom, but then Teddy <laughs> was able to be like, I'm here on my own. I'm a man now. And, and <laughs> yeah. Really cool. And that's awesome. Uh, yeah, man, it was great. They were all great. Everybody was great. Um, Locke says, what did you think Jack went on and did after killing Edgar Ross as an adult? I think, I think that Jack wrote a book. I think he wrote a book. I think that you find it in GTA, don't you? Oh, yeah. I think it's an Easter egg. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. I love how they do that, that shit, man. I love that. It's all connected to Oh, man. I, I hope you it. pop up in the next GTA, by the way, as a cameo. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I hope so too. Oh. Put the word out. I I I they have to do it. Let somebody know. They have Thank to you. do it, please. Um who cares again? He says, Hi Rob. Um, you think uncle is red harlow. Do you think the uncle is red harlow? I get this question a lot, actually. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we. I think we need to know more about that, don't we? Um, mm. I don't know. I know that um, at a campfire, I think in Red Dead Redemption, if you sit down with a couple characters, the NPCs, you hear them talking about Red Harlow. So even though Red Harlow isn't part of Red Dead Redemption, he is mentioned. I mean, it's it's. Red Dead Revolver is not Red Dead Redemption 1 or 2. It's got a different title. There's a whole lot of reasons behind that, I guess. But it, it could very well be that Uncle is Red Harlow. I think it, like time-wise, it would make sense. But I there's just a thing about <laughs> just such a character that you just, you're kind of like, maybe because you would not put that together. Maybe that's just, in fact, that is what it is, that he is Red Harlow, and that's they did such a good job of making you never know it. Did did playing this game, I wanted to ask you, did playing this game make you go back and watch, like, Western films at all? Or, like, get ingrained in that or not really? No. No? It really didn't. No. Um, and I didn't, you know, I think that, um, like I said before, I didn't, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I didn't. I really didn't. And, and I want to say too, as far as, as acting goes, as just as far as acting goes, I did. I had some luck with doing commercials. Yeah. Um, before Red Dead Redemption, and I had a couple teeny tiny little parts in movies that mm-hmm. I 
I didn't book those movies. I was in them, given these little one or two line parts in these movies because I knew the director or I knew the director's assistant. And like sometimes that's how things work in Hollywood. Yeah. They don't audition for every role. They just find someone to play this really one day character, you know, not a big deal. Um, So I don't have, I didn't have a whole lot of experience with what it's like to be a character for any extended amount of time. So um, I learned on the fly, I guess, really, kind of with all this stuff. That's what's so amazing, man, how you can knock it out of the park. And it's, it's your first and only video game, yeah, these two games? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you. just insane to me how you haven't got, like, surely you've been asked to be in other games, no? Um, I don't I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, there was, after Red Dead Redemption, there was, uh, or maybe after Undead Nightmare or whatever, there was someone who reached out to me through my then agent. Yep. Who had a a, tr- a trilogy of horror films, and said you'll be in each one of them. Uh, you'll be either this character, this one, or this one, and read the scripts and let me know what you think. And I never even read the scripts because I thought I really appreciate it, but I'm I'm not. I live in Indiana now. I've got two brand new babies. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if my agent just said, "Yeah, he's actually really done." and I stopped getting calls or if I just didn't get calls, I don't know. Mm. Um, but since red dead two, it's not like people are knocking down my door trying to hire me for jobs. That's just the truth. And I'm not looking for them, No. but, um, no. And it's okay. I, I'm okay with that. If something did happen, I may or may not want to do it depending on what it is. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. That's with just, it. I just feel like that's crazy. That's like insane to my, to me. Anyway, that's that's just me, I guess. Um, no, like like I know, I know you want to be, you know, you be a family man and all that, but it's just it's weird that you, the people aren't knocking down your door. I don't know. Maybe that's just. Me. Well, thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, uh, Stella, Stella Carr. I convinced my mum to play Red Dead Two. I think Ben Ben's mum played Red Dead. By the way, uh, yes. my question is: Do you think you'd be friends with John in real life? Well, I. Would I be friends with John? Yeah. I think I think that I'm friends with several Johns in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say, uh thank you so much for the question. That is a great, great question. I mean, all of the uh shoot 'em up stuff aside, I know a lot of people that are actually John Marston, I think, that just have that, that attitude and that. Uh, you know, like the, I'm confused and I don't know how to handle it. So I'm just going to get real loud and aggressive. And like, yeah, I know a lot of those guys. I'm not necessarily friends with a lot of those guys. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you know, a lot of them do. We all do. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess w- one thing that I'd say for sure, uh, John is a dedicated man. Good who husband. Has- yeah, good father. And yeah. So I respect that. I respect that. There's literally nothing that is going to take him away from that at this point. Not a thing. Once he's done doing what he has to do. So um I do respect that. 
but I don't think I would want to hang out with him and have him over for dinner all the time and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, Notorious Curtis, I wanted to know, Red Dead 1, John, has a deeper voice in that game, he feels, whereas 2 is a bit, bit more high-pitched. Was that on purpose or coincidence? Uh notorious Curtis. Thank you for, for the question. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I, I don't know that I did that, whether I did it. Um, I don't, I didn't try to do that. Oh, I reckon they did a filter. They, I think that they do filters for everyone. Um, and I, I think that's just part of the process anyway, but I don't, again, I don't know the technology of it, but it's no. possible that they, that they tweaked it a little bit, um, but I don't know. Nobody told me. But you didn't, you didn't do anything on purpose, no. No, nobody ever said for me to try to either. It just it's it's that way because it's that way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, DYI, did you feel pity in Red Dead 2 for John and his family knowing the inevitable fate he would suffer? And did you find it sad that Jack couldn't escape the life? DYI, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's tragic, but that I think that also you need that for mm. a good story. You need tragedy. Um, and all good stories have some, you know, I guess not all of them, but you you need. Um, in this case, for sure, I think it makes the story so much better than just happily ever after there they are and they'll just fade to black slowly that's just kind of whatever but like yeah wouldn't have the impact on you that you have with the ending that they actually use but yeah i think um yes and no i mean I, red dead redemption 2 was very much like red dead redemption in the fact that we didn't get the entire script all at once we had to throughout the process try to share information with each other to try and understand what was actually happening in this game and this mm. story. Um, there would be things where, you know, we would do a scene and the animators or the director, or maybe some, somebody would say, Hey, just know that it's really cold. You're way up in the mountains and it's freezing cold. So just keep that in the, in the back of your head. And, you know, mm. you're in this room that doesn't have anything. It's You're not on a movie set where you're actually in the mountains where it's cold. You got to go you like this, dude, just pretend. sort of pretend. Yeah. <laughs> and so a, a lot of us, myself included, got hung up on that for a, way too long. Okay, I think I know what's going on here. By the way, is it cold? They would say, no, it's not cold. Quit. We'll tell you if you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, I want to make sure I have all the information that you want me to have. And you yeah. didn't mention me whether it's cold or not. So I'm going to ask it. <laughs> we, all, we all had so much fun. But we, I, I, maybe more, some people had more idea of what was going on than I did. But a lot of trust involved. A lot of trust. That, that rodent racing that we talked about earlier. Um, yeah. Holds the world record for the fastest time in a Volkswagen camper van on the track Santa Pod Raceway. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Congratulations. Uh, That's fantastic. I, I want to say something. This is kind of uh, some useless information about me, but I actually have, well, I don't have it anymore, but I did at one time have a world record of my own. Did you? Not something that you want to have, but 
I did. And I'm going to show you this. It's going to blow your mind unless you've seen it already. But no, see I my haven't. hand? See, this is my left hand on my ring finger. And that's my finger. I can't straighten it. It's got this crazy knuckle that's kind of like. I, so when I was a baby, I was 17 months old and my sister was riding an exercise bike. My mom, she left the room for 20 seconds. I was on my little horse, you know, those little horses with yeah, strings on. Yeah. I climbed off that and I crawled over, walked over, and I grabbed the chain on this exercise bike. Oh. And it cut my finger all the way off. <laughs> and <laughs> thank God they got me to a hospital and they stuck it back on. No way. I mean, the everything grew, but I had so many procedures on my hand oh and my on my wrist. Oh, God. They took, ner- I guess they took nerves out of my, okay, long story short, at the time, I was considered the youngest successful replant in the world. <laughs> and then someone wow. younger, someone younger cut something off and outdid me, whatever. Oh, stuff them. You're the OG. You're the original. I'm the, uh, yeah, I was for a moment in time. The Can hero, you show uh, me that one more time, please? Yeah. Oh, my this, God. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. I know. That's insane. Well, the thing is, like, my entire life, it's been this way. I mean, as far as I remember, I was such a little guy. My finger wasn't very long when it happened. But as it grew, the scar tissue on the inside here, I don't want to gross people out. His name is Sloth. If, you, if you've seen Goonies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Made my finger Sloth after Sloth. <laughs> but I've got nice. this, rubber, nice. this rubber ring because I can get it on. I actually have my wife's, I call her mama, but I got mama tattooed on my finger in case that's awesome. Don't wear my ring. I still got my wedding. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, that is awesome. No, great, great. I'm glad you shared that. I didn't know. I did not know that. That's awesome. Useless. Useless. No, that's not useless at all. (laughs) Um, Notorious Curtis, Rob, what do you think law-wise, why do you think law-wise, John never mentioned Arthur? Obviously, Rockstar hadn't come up with the Arthur character at that point. Is that the reason? Well, I'm guessing so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I would, that's a tough I would, one. But I don't know. Thank you for the question. That's really – he doesn't He doesn't talk about Arthur really at the end of Red Dead Redemption 2 either. In fact, he point, he mentions, I, yeah, I don't talk about him much, but I, I think about him. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't – Maybe they're they're making it so they either knew or they didn't know. I don't know, but the fact that he wasn't mentioned in Red Dead Redemption, I think they covered that either way. Yeah, with that line, I, I it's too it's too hard for me to talk about it. Right? So I gotta I gotta ask you as well. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you. Red Dead Three. Do you think it would ha- Do you think it will happen? And would you come back? No. Now that I know what what you've said earlier. Um, you know, that's a tough situation, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It'd be, uh, well, yeah, I mean, okay. So let me say this one. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a red dead redemption three, but I do know, and this is not my, this is not me sharing news that everyone doesn't have access to. This is common knowledge that they said that red dead redemption was going to become a franchise, whether they're still on, that idea of, of going forward. I don't yeah. know, but that's, that's not news. 
I'm not giving no, you no, 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 no. We don't want articles coming out of this <laughs> saying, you yeah, know, yeah, right. Well, I mean, yeah. Rob confirms so, Red Dead Three. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but but so I don't know. I don't know if they will or not. I hope they do, but yeah. I also don't know that even if they do, if I will be part of it. Yeah. If they ask me, of course I will. You will, yeah. And if they don't, then I, I've, I'm sure that it will be a really, really cool, great game, just like the other two, three, if you count Red Dead Revolver. Um, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, if they ask me, and if it were, I, I guess the other aspect of it, if if it were only up to me, in a second, yeah. But yeah, um, probably what we would do if. Mm. If it were like you're going to do this and it's going to take four or five years, we would go move to wherever it's being yeah, shot. Yeah, I was so going to say all yeah. be because I, I, that's that's a lot. It's a lot on all of us. We're a family, you know. It doesn't mm. doesn't make sense. It doesn't work for us to to be that separated. So we'd figure cool. it out though. And what about Undead Nightmare? Do you think they'll do that for this game or? Because I get that question a lot. People are desperate for Undead Nightmare again, you know. Yeah. Um, oh boy, I hope I hope that they would, but yeah. Or it was it was called a DLC. Now it's kind of just called an update. Am I, yeah. Did I? No, no, I gotcha. All good. Um, okay, good. Uh, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that would look like, yeah, um, but it was fun. I think a lot of people really enjoyed it. It was great. Oh, it must have been fun um, shooting that. Love your work, Rob. Uh, did they model John's face after you, do you think? That's from Uncool Ghoul. <laughs> Uncool Ghoul. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I don't I don't, I don't think they did. Um I don't, I know that, okay, so for Red Dead Redemption 2, they had different technology and they did facial head, like whole head scans where they could, if they want to, make the character look identical to you because they had oh, yeah. that, they had that model in their computer. Um, but John's look, his avatar was already established in Red Dead Redemption. And I don't know if it was already established before I was cast or not. So um, it's, it's possible that they thought, okay, this kind of looks like this guy. I don't know that it mattered to him though. I don't know that it was, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, mm. I don't think that I ever asked because I don't think that John looks anything like me. Just like anybody who says like, if you're, some, some one of your friends says, "You look just like that guy," and you think, "No, no, I don't." Yeah, I know, I know so, exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's kind of like that, and I don't, I really don't think that John and I look alike. They, they may have made him look a little bit more like me in Red Dead Redemption Two, but I can't even say for sure that that's what they did. Um, yeah, I don't think you look that alike personally. Um, yeah. Aaron says, thank you for your amazing work on both Red Dead Redemptions, Rob. Um, your work is legendary. Rock on, Rip Van Winkle. Jim Milton. <laughs> John, <laughs> Jim Milton, I hear this one a lot. What are your thoughts on Jim Milton? 
thank, thank you so so much for your kind words. And I'm so sorry that I forgot your name. You're using Aaron. Your name. Aaron. Aaron, I had it. And then I started hearing all the names that you listed off and it threw me off. But thank you, Aaron. Um, yeah, geez, John, Jim. That, that by the way, was another funny scene where uh. John was talking to uh, Mr. Gettys and he forgot for a split second that he told everybody that his name was Jim. And he said, yeah, John, Jim, Milton. And then at the end of the scene, <laughs> Getty says, all right, nice to meet you, John, Jim. And it was... <laughs> Yeah. It was just so funny. I thought we didn't rehearse that or anything. He just did it. He did Sorry. it that well. And I think they took that. Oh my goodness. That's but so yeah, good. Jim Milton, Rip Van Winkle. I love it. All that, all that. So fun. Uh, GM, it's great that you're the sort of guy who's laughing all the time. You got to laugh. If you don't, my motto is if you don't laugh, you cry. <laughs> No doubt. There's no doubt about it. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, life is short. I don't I don't want to get into like some real deep thing, but the truth is life is short. And I'm 44. And yesterday I was 18. And uh, as far as we know, we only get one chance. So you got a choice. It's your life. You write the story. Either have fun and enjoy it or don't. It's up to you. I try to have fun and enjoy it. I love it. Uh, Omega say, um, did the amazing performance of Roger playing Arthur surprise you at all? Absolutely love your work, Rob. Uh, thank you so much. And, and I will tell you, no, it did not. And, but I, I guess I didn't know, Ro I didn't know Roger and I didn't know any of his work until I worked with him the very first day that we worked together. Um, but so I can't say that it's, it surprised me that he pulled it off, but I can say that I know the very first day that I got back to my hotel room from that first day working, I called my wife and I said, this, this is awesome. You should see this guy who is the playable character. He knows exactly what he's doing. This is going to be awesome. I was so excited about it. Yeah. Because I just, the, the, the Arthur made it look, or <laughs> Arthur, Roger <laughs> made it look, like he had done this for 20 years. And I know. He, he was so comfortable and so confident. And because he's worked at it, he's educated, he's and he's serious and dedicated, and that's what it takes. But uh yeah, I, I was from day one with Roger. I thought this is gonna be something. This is this is awesome. So that's how I always felt about Roger's his work. Amazing stuff. I, I had him on as well. It was a real treat to talk to him. And I also had Ben on. What was your relationship like Ben on Ben with over the years? Dutch for anyone. Um, Benjamin Davis. What was that like? Oh my goodness. Well, so Ben Ben and I have known each other. This is one of those weird, like doesn't it doesn't sound like it's true, but it is true. Ben and I worked at the same bar as um he was a he was a door host. And I was a bar back. And then at certain certain times, I would be a door host as well. So Ben and I worked together and knew each other probably eight years before Red Dead Redemption was shot. Crazy. So, yeah, I've, you know, we we both are walking in the same day and saying, hey, man, what's going on? How are you? <laughs> and we both keep walking together. And we go to the same place. We're like, are you working here? Are you working on this? Yeah, are you? Yeah. And so... <laughs> It just was like, 
what? And there's a you know, so so many people in LA trying to do this stuff. And the fact that we knew each other and had like didn't just weren't acquaintances, we knew each other. So then to be able to experience all the work over the years and and that hanging out, you know, he was he was in from out of town when we were in New York too. So we stayed in the same hotel a lot of the time. We would go to dinner a lot. And uh yeah. Yeah. Ben Ben is awesome. And I know that you spoke with him and you can tell you you just you you love him. He's he is oh yeah. Oh he's got he's a very, very well educated man. And mm. uh he can he can make you understand things. He's not only is he well educated, but he's he's really good at explaining things, mm. and uh, you know, in a language that I understand. <laughs> You're being too humble. Come on, come on. But Ben, I mean, he can be a lot of things. He's a great, great, talented actor and he's passionate about it but he can also be a lot of other things and be really good at that too he's a very smart person oh yeah i i don't think if they do another game i don't think it's it's got to have you guys in it like to have that red dead essence you know you guys have to be in it i feel like otherwise it wouldn't feel the same that's just me you know i think well yeah um that happens. Thank yeah. you. Nico L, did the cast get anything to commemorate their time on the project? Like tattoos, like Lord of the Rings cast got tattoos at the end of filming. Uh, so Nico L, yes, thank you for the question. And we, we did talk about that for a long time. And uh, tattoos is what we were going to get. And I've got a bunch of tattoos and I've had tattoos for a long time. Um, but not everybody that I worked with does have tattoos and it's a commitment that not everybody was really, they would mm. do it. And, and everyone said, okay, I will do it. We just have to agree on what it is that we're all going to get. And it was kind of a, everybody wanted to have the same exact thing so that it would be what it is and mean what it means, but we couldn't all agree on what it was that we were going to oh, get. Oh, really? So, yeah. No. So, we were going to have shirts made. We were going to, but I think more than anything, we just, we're still in in touch so frequently that it's like, it could happen, but we don't really need it. We're just it's a friendship, friend, you know? So you don't have to remind yourself that you're friends with someone that you're friends with. So we, no, I mean, we haven't. And that's, I guess those are the reasons why. Yeah. Do you have any red dead tattoos yourself? I don't, no. I don't. I've wanted to, I just don't know if that's yeah I don't know if so where I live yeah people like if there's a concert and I know that there hasn't been a concert anywhere for a long time but there used to be concerts where people would play in bands and a lot of people would go What watch. are those things? I don't remember. <laughs> Back when I was a kid. So but so if you wear like let's say that you're going to uh maybe you know the band metallica oh, i don't know, I know the band band metallica. so yeah. if you go to a metallica concert you're not supposed to wear a metallica t-shirt to the concert you're supposed to wear anything but that if you wear the t-shirt of the concert that you're going to for whatever reason i don't even know if i agree with it people that around me think no no you know you can't do that oh you can't really do 
Yeah. Which it really doesn't make any sense, but that is kind of the thing. It because maybe because I've I've known like, okay, if I go to see this band, I definitely can't wear that shirt if I have that shirt. So I think that I maybe don't want to get a Red Dead Redemption tattoo because of that in whatever really? way. Yeah. Do deep down do you want one? Or it it's not a phase, I mean, it's not gonna phase you. I guess if I had one, people are going to make fun. I want to tell you something. Here's another thing. Life lesson, everybody. Doesn't matter who you are or what you do. People are going to make fun of you and try to find a way. And, and a lot of it's just for fun, whatever. But uh, that's just the way That's the way life is for everyone. So if that's how things are for you now, I'm sorry. But they're going to be like that forever because they are for everyone. So do what you want to do. And don't worry about people making fun of you for what you do. But I think, I think for me, I might feel myself like a tattoo of Red Dead Redemption or of John Marston or something like that. I think that maybe it would be like a, I'm, I'm trying to, I would be afraid that people would think I'm trying to let you know who I am because I want you to know. Okay. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and I don't. I definitely don't want to do that. If people know who I am, great. And you don't want to gloat point. about it. No. Yeah. So that that's part of it too, I guess. But um, yeah. Yeah. But if I want if I want something else and I get it, people make fun of me. That's that's their choice. Not my choice is to do what I want to do and enjoy it. Are we are we all right for another 15, 20 minutes, Rob? I know you've been yep. very generous with your time. Well, this has been really a lot of fun. Thank you so much. No worries, man. Um, Lord Amadeus Yeats says, Hey, just tuning in, looking forward to whatever this is, but I'm glad John is here. <laughs> you mean Lord. Rob is here? Yeah. Uh, Lord Amadeus Yeats. Thank you so much. And I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're checking it out, man. You're gonna have to go back and watch all all the stuff leading up to this because it's been so educational. I don't want you to miss any of it. <laughs> no, exactly. Notorious, did you work on undead nightmare scenes and dialogue for Red Dead One during the making of the main game, or did you get called in later? Later, later. It was later, and um, I. I it was kind of uh, it was put together quickly because it, they wanted to have it done in time for Halloween, and mm. I think that it was. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it took, but you, yeah, uh, to do a video game, there's a lot of stuff that they have to do after the fact to make it all work, and uh, I think that takes time. Shooting it takes time, but then the technical aspects of it, which are so much of it, I think that takes that takes time. So they they uh, they did it after. But it was pretty quick. Yeah, uh, was, but- Rob. I hope I hope you're having a great weekend. If Red Dead Three were to happen and Rockstar did a storyline with a younger John, like when John left the gang for about a year before the events of Red Dead Two, would that interest you from RC? I think, as we said earlier, Red Dead Three in general interests Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. It absolutely does. I will say this too, though, and I want I want people to know this. This is the truth. If if Rockstar were to call me and say we have 
a role for you that is not in Red Dead. You're not going to be John Marston. In fact, you need to be very different if you can pull it off. We have a role, big or small, totally different story. I would, I would do it. I would love to do it. I love the work. I love the people. It's not, for me, it's not just, it wouldn't have to necessarily be a John Marston or Red Dead Redemption thing. It would be back at Rockstar with the people I know and enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, I would be happy. Well, to that's that. the thing. I, I think I think you'd, you would probably think they're working on Grand Theft Auto 6 next. But just how it's gone, you know, how the cycles go, they usually take turns. So right. if they were to do another Red Dead, it'd probably be yeah, a while's away anyway. You'd think, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. And then, and then, if it is another prequel, I would be probably fifty years old playing. Playing a- it. <laughs> Come back! <here! laughs> then we'd need a real filter, right? Put my teeth in. Have to put my dentures in. Oh, who knows? Uh, well, I get, yeah, I guess it would have to be a prequel, wouldn't it? We talked about this with um. I talked about this with Ben. A prequel to a prequel has never been done before in a gaming landscape. So it'd be new. It'd be new territory as well. Um, Crank Mambo. Hey, Rob. On Red Dead 2, did you get a kick out of bullying Uncle? And how were you off camera? Thanks again, Crank. <laughs> so Crank Mambo? Crank. Crank Mambo. Thank you, Crank. I don't know how they come up with these usernames, by the way. Sorry, I cut you off there. (laughs) So I cut you off there, Rob. No, Uh. No, you're fine. But no, yes. Okay, so I want to say that there were were, um, different uncles. Okay, so from Red Dead Redemption to Red Dead Redemption 2, those were different people that played uncle. And then John O'Cree, who started in Red Dead Redemption 2, actually died he passed away during oh. so then they yeah and he was a really great guy and there's actually um okree's pass in red dead redemption 2 is because of john okree oh wow yeah yeah and he's he was really a great guy and he got sick and he and he died and it was it was sad they got new uh they i think tried to find went through maybe three or four different People had them shoot for a couple different weeks, trying to find the right fit. Like who can who can do this the way that we want it done? And um, they settled with the uncle that you know. Who, uh, when you hear the singing of Uncle, that's actually John singing it. Uh, but the voice then was uh, Mac. <laughs> Here I am with names again. Um, it's all right. But yeah, so having fun with Uncle is has always been something that I've enjoyed, and because you, what a character, right? I mean, no matter what you say to the guy, he's like, ah, Mumbago, you know, like you're like, shit, <laughs> and it just doesn't faze him, you know. He's just like, you can yell at me all you want, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, which is whatever, nothing, sleep, drink, whatever I want. And so you kind of love him, you know, even if you've got to play a character that's trying to really be tough on him. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, really, really cool uh, um, working 
with with Uncle as a character, and then yeah, in the green room hanging out. Mac, I, and uh, we called him Mac, and I can't remember exactly what his name is. The guy that finished out the job as Uncle is a really really cool guy, and uh, hopefully busy. He was he was doing a lot of theater when we were finishing up. So I don't know what that looks like these days, but um, no. yeah, hopefully he's he's doing well. Isn't it amazing how they blend the comedy and the serious moments throughout the, like, you know, it's got everything. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, Riot and Respect, love Rob's work. Do you think John would have predicted that Uncle would have went down protecting the ranch like he did after all the insults John threw at him? Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. So thank you so much, first of all, for, for your great question. Um yeah, I don't, I think that uncle, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not a surprise. I mean, as much as John gave him as much as he could possibly give him. And like I just said, he was unfazed by it. I mean, he just was like, whatever, dude, do it then shoot me, but you won't. <laughs> and he did appreciate, you know, these, these people that were in this gang, that was their family. And, uh, I think everybody needs a family, right? We all do. We oh, all yeah. need a support group. Um, and, you know, back in those days, you never knew whether you were going to walk down the road and come back or not. I mean, it just yeah. was wild west. So I think uncle was, yeah, just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be here. I'm going to tell all kinds of stories. I'm going to be entertaining. I'm going to drink everything I can if I want. Yep. And uh, they're gonna love me, and he did. So, <laughs> uh, he, he, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. No, it's I love I love Uncle Rob. Can I get a quick hey there, partner from Zane? Zane, hey there, partner. <laughs> Man, that takes me back. Hey, that's it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, survivor from the old era. How did that squirrel statue? end up at the top of that mountain. <laughs> uh, oh, that squirrel, we had so much fun. Once we made it to the set, I mean, on set too, when we were doing the performance capture, the squirrel was a really, really fun thing. They actually had one made. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So much fun. So we had this squirrel. It's art. Like, you don't know, you don't, she didn't appreciate it. Whatever, Abigail. But then when we were in the sound booth, and I think I might have told you it was kind of rapid fire with a lot of the lines that we would say. And so I was doing all this really intense yelling and who knows what it was that I was saying that John would say, out of the damn way, all this stuff, and just yelling things one after another. And, and they would kind of, yeah, next, got it, got it, got it. And then this line. Have you seen my squirrel? And it was a totally different section on the page. Like I didn't, I just was, I was in a rhythm and I was just going to keep going and going and going and out of the damn way. Have you seen my squirrel? And I look over. <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. We did all that. That section's over. This is a different section. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost everything about that squirrel. Oh, was man. So it has a funny story tied to it. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I love yeah. that. 
Uh, uh, Maxi says, um, could you say the line, the line, stop shooting at me from Red Dead 1? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think of how John said it. Stop shooting at me. I, I'm sure he was yelling. Yeah, I think he was yelling. Stop shooting at me! I don't know if that's... If that's that I think like that's it. I think okay. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Omega say says, Sadie, Sadie and Charles are the last true gang members left alive. Any thoughts how their lives went? Um, my goodness, oh, That's no. a tough one. Uh, it is, right? <laughs> um, gosh, I, uh, I, I, I wish that I you know what? We we all kind of really love the idea of a DLC with either of or both of them being playable characters. So you could see, because I think everybody kind of wants to know, you know, where did oh. they go? Because you don't see them in Red Dead Redemption. And you you kind of wonder why. Where, where did they go? Because they know where John and Abigail are. Mm. I mean, they know where Abigail and Jack are. I don't think it ended well. I don't, yeah, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, it would be very, very interesting to to learn more about that. Like the question early on about John's daughter. I want to know more about that. I want to know more about a lot of things and maybe someday we will and maybe we won't. I don't know. Who's this man in black, the stranger? What is that? Oh, there's so many unanswered questions, but that's the fun of it, isn't it? Uh, Did you ever meet Dan Hauser, Rob? I, I did briefly, and uh, it's one of those things. You know, he he's a writer. He's one of the genius writers, and I don't know exactly how many people contributed to writing, but that the majority of it, I think, was Dan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met him just briefly one time uh, when I w- was going in to do some work in a sound booth, and I said, hey, I, I want to introduce myself to you. And he said, I know exactly who you are and was a very, very friendly, cool person. And I said, I, I don't want to take up any of your time, but I need you to know that I appreciate the opportunity. And wow, you have changed my life in such an enormous way. And I wanted to say thank you and shake your hand. And he was he was a very kind and cool person. And that was that was about it. I mean, you know, we didn't try to just the one exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but busy, I mean, busy and, and oh. busy being creative. And, you know, he, he wasn't on set every day watching and he wa- it wasn't like that at all. He was he was doing his thing and it was, uh, yeah, just I'm telling you, I, it, the, I don't know if it was him that that just said, this is how this is going to be and we can do this. But if you if you saw this environment with the the support that these all people all had for each other. It could have been very, very cutthroat. It could have been, it probably should have been. If you think about what's at stake for these people and their jobs, but it was the opposite of that. And, mm. and people, you know, you've got to imagine are the very best, whatever they're doing on the computers, the technology, whatever their role is, they're probably the very best in the world at it, you know? And it's it was really cool, really, really. Cool. I yeah, I honestly believe Rockstar. Are, if they're not the best developer in the world, they're in the top five, in my opinion. And I've and I've played games for 15, 20 years. I I, I think I've I know what I'm talking about after playing literally every game, and their yeah. their games. You know that you're going to get 
a 10 out of 10 game every time they put out a game, you know? Wow. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. That is. That's. I mean, and at game after game, you would think, you know, like somebody could pull that off one out of five. Exactly. If, it, yeah. if it's that consistent that, yeah, they're, they want to make the best video game ever made every time every they time. make it. That's their goal. Not just we want to be better than the the competitor or we want to be better than our best ever every time. So and GTA is uh second most sell- best selling game of all time. So, you know, the yeah. numbers show, don't they? Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Well, I'm, I I don't know what they're all up to now. I don't know that you know with COVID how much they've been able to do even, you know, like if they are Mm. really into another game i don't i don't know what that would look like i don't i don't know yeah um but i'm sure that they're i'm sure they're busy (laughs) i'll give you a couple more here mate i really appreciate it um rasmus uh much love from denmark sold my life much love tanner do you miss Wes Dickens this time around? Oh, is that that's a quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nigel, my goodness, thank you so much for the question. Um, yes, Nigel West Dickens. What a great character, right? <laughs> my goodness. One of, one of the things, too, that was so cool about this work is that John, John never really said a lot in red dead redemption he he said things so you knew enough about him but nobody wants to play a game where they're listening to the playable character talk all the time they just want to do what they want to do with the playable character so i had the experience of going into a scene where i had to remember when to say oh yeah or uh is that right or whatever it was to kind of break up these long, long paragraphs of information that these other characters yeah. were telling. And it was just fascinating. I thought there is no way I've seen this on, on paper, what this looks like, all of this stuff that you have to say and remember and perform. And Nigel West Dickens, if you go back and watch and, and think about this guy, got this on a piece of paper and he had to memorize all of it. And then his character so quick, you know, it went up. and it just to be able to spit that out, it was like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. Yeah, this is so cool. I'm so entertained, you know. Man, yeah, I really, I really wish Nigel his his uh snake oil, maybe uh just he hadn't figured it out yet in Red Dead Redemption 2, I guess, right? No, but I'm getting a lot of people here saying you eat babies, of course. <laughs> that must be one you hear a lot oh my goodness yeah the sasquatch poor sasquatch oh my goodness (laughs) but yeah everybody knows that everybody knows that you eat babies we eat berries man yeah what what's the most what's the most requested lines that you get usually is it howdy partner it's it's you you eat babies it's you eat babies it is for sure Yeah. yeah so like now arthur morgan Everybody wants to hear Roger say Lenny. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's always been you eat babies or uh, what'd you eat? Or you're a beauty. A different thing. Like <laughs> yeah. 
for skinning an animal to different things like that. But you eat babies for sure is the most common. Yeah. <laughs> Say this. Yeah. So yeah. funny. So <laughs> when you look back on both games, you just feel just just immense gratitude, just just thankful. So much gratitude. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, life has a way of balancing itself out, right? Where you you have this great experience, but then there's something about it that's so bad that kind of balances it out, right? Or yeah. no matter what it is that you're talking about, I know you know things are great here in your life, but they're also non-existent here, which is also important. Whatever. I'm not kidding you. The experience that I've had from the beginning until this point, even, I mean, I'm still enjoying my life is still so much affected by my participation in the red dead redemption series. And it's honestly been, this has been so great. Like the entire thing has been so great. There's no downside. There has been no downside. There's nothing to balance it out. It's just, all been great and i've learned not only how to do performance capture right but i've also learned like this is this is what looks good when you see an actor do this i've learned i basically was in class for several years watching people teach me how to do the job that i want to be good at and i've and i've been exposed to inspiring um really cool, well-educated people that are happy in their job and they're not grouchy and grumpy all the time. And I've, I've been inspired by that. I've been taught how to uh, see life differently and, mm. and know that there are cool things happening and you can be a part of them. You have to try. It's not going to just come to you. You have to put yourself out there, however that looks. But you can enjoy that and have that experience. And I hope that everyone does because it's it, I've never had anything else in my life, certainly work-wise, job-wise, where I have been so pleased with every aspect and overwhelmed, you know? Yeah. It's just it's, it's so great. And I know that my other castmates feel the exact same way. I know that they do, and it's that's it's been really, really great. Nothing but gratitude. Man, and it's been nothing but gratitude for me to have you on for the last two hours. It's been unbelievable, <laughs> mate. It's been a real pleasure. And, yeah, um, thank you so much, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your work and just being such a a lovely guy. Great, great dad, great, great man, and just positivity. I mean, that's what we need, don't we? Yeah, well, thank you for thank you for saying those kind words. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, let's hopefully we're getting to the end. I got I got my first vaccine shot today. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we're getting closer. They're getting down in the age level. I guess I'm not that young, but <laughs> I'm uh, trying to do my part. Let's try to get ourselves back to normal. And when we are normal again and can do what we want and and need to do for ourselves and our happiness and our survival right uh be ready to hit the ground running and mm. do it you know you've had time to gather your thoughts and think about what you want to do i hope that people are motivated and ready to go out and live their life and live it experience it do cool things 
going to be scared, sure. But you're not going to be bored and you're going to learn something about yourself. And that's awesome. That makes you grow. That makes you confident. It's, I, I wish hopefully everyone can, can hit the ground running and get out there and do something awesome. Man, you, you sure you don't want to be a motion motivational speaker? After that, I feel like I need to go for a two-hour run, a marathon after this. You have got me pumped. Man, thank you. <laughs> I, I just think, you know, it's we've got a choice. We've always got the choice. How are we going to be affected by things going on in our lives? We choose how yeah. that goes. And, uh, you know, like I said before, nobody, nobody is happy all the time. Nobody has got everything going right all the time. But if things are just going, not really high or low, make them high, make them good, make things good. Life is short. Do it. That's hopefully, hopefully that's uh, the right way. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing, man. Have you got anything else to say to the, to the fans out there now? Oh, no. I mean, thank you. Of course, obviously I, I appreciate all of you so much. And again, I love it that you're all cool with each other too. That's cool. Well, I mean, it's really great. And hopefully we can all get together face to face, shake hands, share some laughs, enjoy some time together. Oh, I look mate. forward to that if that can happen soon. Have you been to Australia before? You gotta come down. No, oh. I really, really want to go. Really yeah. want to go. There's a guy, um, his name is Bluey. His name is actually Brody. And I think it's Brody 7188. I just wanted to give a shout out to him because he's a friend yeah. that I've made through Instagram. Nice. Uh, and a really cool guy. And so hopefully someday, of course, I want to meet you, Dan, face-to-face, check your <laughs> hand. Yeah. And, and I want to meet my my man, uh, Brody, too. Oh, he's from Australia. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, checking no. my, my internet connection, and I went live on Instagram, and I also thought I better see if I can – still have a feed going if i connect with someone and i just picked a guy at random and it was brody and oh, now we're boys wow that's cool <laughs> yeah. yeah it's cool he's great he's like a bmx dude and skater and he's he's cool he's a cool kid oh well mate it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on thank you for being so generous with your time um before i let you go is there anything um is there anything uh john can say to dan here right now before we close this out. Yeah, you let me know. And before I say it, I want to thank you again. This has been really a cool experience for me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No, thank you, man. Um, anything, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever comes to your mind. Oh, oh my goodness. So I, I guess we might as well just do what, what they want to hear anyway. Dan, you eat babies. Everybody knows that. <laughs> now I'm going to have to have that in every video at the start. You know that, don't you? <laughs> you know that, don't you? That's going to be in the front of every video I upload from now on. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, have a have a great day. I wish your family and yourself very well. Safe. Stay safe. And um, I look forward to doing this again someday, mate. That's so great, man. Thank you so much. Best to you and yours and everybody watching. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Take care, man. Thanks.